What's up, guys? It's Pete Mundo of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. This week's interview with BJ Catalan aired on our radio stations in Oklahoma, Texas, West Virginia, and Kansas. And now you're listening to the podcast version. Please do rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you haven't yet, do it. Email me a screenshot of your review to Pete Mundo, HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and I'll send you a free koozie. Great deal. Appreciate listening, guys. Enjoy the interview. Pete Mundo back with you on Heartland College Sports Weekly, and we now welcome in our guest of the week, and he is former TCU running back B.J. Catalan. Had a standout career there with the Horn Frogs and then took his talents to the CFL. So, B.J., for fans that are curious what you've been up to the last couple of years, uh, what's been going on in your life and uh, your career? Uh, well, as far as football, I put the cleats down around in you know, 2016. I just decided... You know, I didn't want to go through the concussion injury anymore. And, you know, I just decided I wanted to focus on life after football. And with that, with that, I want to get in. I'm being involved with children, working at a school. I work at a school district. Um, I'm trying to start my own training program with another former TCU athlete, David Porter. So we're trying to get that going. And, um, you know, just trying to create create a, a life and a business for me um outside of football but also still you know using those those skills from football that I've learned as far as leadership teamwork you know and also you know in training you know getting these athletes bodies and um footwork and different things like that developed to where they can perform at a high level so just just doing things like that and you know I, I wish I was still out there able to do those things but you know, I just think, you know, something better is in store for me. BJ, um, obviously, you know, you left after uh, three seasons playing for the program. Do you do you have any regrets about not coming back for that 2015 season? <laughs> well, um, I don't regret it just because of the fact that, you know, it was, um, it was pretty much known from the, I want to say, I guess, doc, the team doctors that they didn't really want me to come back and, and kind of play, you know, just dealing with that head injury. So just from that, that aspect and that point, no, I don't regret it, but I do wish that, you know, I could have came back, you know, if I wasn't hurt and that wasn't, you know, the case, then I would have definitely came back to, you know, seek a national championship again, you know, with that great team we had. So, so the doctors at TCU did not want you coming back because of the head injury. Well, they, they were they were concerned, and they kind of mentioned me being medically disqualified. Yeah. So you know that was a a worry of mine because my goal, you know, was to go to the NFL. So you know, being medically DQ'd in college, you'll never be able to attain, attain that. So. You know, I just gave it a shot at the NFL, you know, and it was what it was. Those were the cards that I was dealt, yeah. so I had to play them that way, you know. How difficult was that with the NFL? I assume that they were, you know, we had on David Ash, the you know, Texas quarterback, a few weeks ago, and he mentioned the same okay. thing that, you know, David said that, uh, you know, the NFL teams were basically scared off because of his head injuries. Did that happen with you when you were talking to the NFL? Yes, yeah, so it was pretty much the same circumstances that I faced um, where I had a few teams actually, you know, very interested in 
mentioned picking me up or, you know, late round picks, different things like that. But, you know, um, got word from my agent that, you know, my medical, my medical report and medical history, you know, they didn't want to take a lot of teams didn't want to take that chance. So. BJ Catalan's our guest, former TCU running back. So, BJ, I, I don't know if you have any kids or anything yet, but with the head injuries you've suffered, would you let your son play football? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't have any kids at this moment, but, you know, my friends and I who play football, we discuss this topic a lot. And honestly, honestly, if my son, if I have a son and he, he wants to play football, I will wait. I wouldn't let him play Little League or maybe middle school ball. I mentioned that I may, you know, let him play like flag in the earlier stages or different things like that. But I'll put him in the sports that he would still develop, I want to say, I guess, the technique for it. So, you know, soccer, track, you know, different things like that, basketball, so baseball. So that way, you know, those are non-contact. So maybe when he gets in high school, he have already developed his, his athleticism, so therefore he, he can just translate to now he's having to take those hits. But I definitely would, you know, prepare him for that. And if that's what he wanted to do, I, I would definitely let my, my son play football just because I know the impact it had in my life and the, the love for the game that I've had for it. I wouldn't want to, you know, deprive someone of that, definitely if it's something that they truly wanted. But, you know, I would be worried about you know, the head injuries for sure. BJ, when you, um, when you go through day to day now, do you, do you feel any of those concussions lingering or anything like that or, or not, not at all? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say lingering. So I don't, I mean, every now and then, I mean, I get headaches, but I mean, every, I'm pretty sure everyone does, but it's not like it's a, current thing that I've all that you know it once was like that because when I got hurt I was getting migraines you know pretty much every day for for a few weeks so you know any anything like that you know it's not the same but I mean you know other than that I feel I feel the same physically you know definitely as, as, a, as a as a physical standpoint I feel feel the same. I feel like I can go line up out there right now and play, you know, I still work out and stay, try to stay in shape. So, but, you know, mentally, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's a little different, you know, so it would just, you know, depends. And I guess I'll have to just live a little longer to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. BJ Catalan's joining us, the former TCU running back. Well, let's, um, let's go back to what was a, a, interesting couple of years for this TCU program. You know, you were part of this team when it made that transition to the Big 12 and you guys built this thing up from 7-6 and six to 4-8 and eight to then that season where a lot of people say you should have been in the first college football playoff. So, um, let's yeah. talk about that 2014 season. I, let's be honest. You feel like you should have been in that thing, right? Yeah, I definitely believe we should have. I believe that, I mean, although we had one loss, so did another team who you know, got got the bid to get in. And um, I guess I really believe it was just the fact that, you know, we didn't have the conference championship, which really kept us out. But I definitely do believe we were deserving, and I believe that if we would have got in, we would have we definitely went to the national championship. A lot of people say that, that, you know, nobody wanted to play TCU at the end of that season with the way you guys were ripping off wins uh, left and right. It was pretty darn impressive. So, 
how did Coach Patterson handle that that day? You know, when you guys found out that you were outside of the top four, what was the response from Coach Patterson? Well, um, I mean, he was—I would say he was disappointed, not in us, but in the in the ruling. But I would say, you know, I, I believe he kind of felt bad for us, like for his team, because he knew how good we were and he knew how how much we wanted it and all the work that we had put in. So us being deserving of it is something that I know he felt. But as a coach, as a head coach of a top-tier program, you know, you can't dwell in that moment. So, you know, after he said, well, we're not, you know, basically told us we're not, well, we all knew we weren't in, you know, although we knew everyone in the room knew we were deserving to be in, everyone was disappointed. So the mindset from that moment was, okay, let's prove to the world why we should have been in it. And I feel like, you know, in that Ole Miss game, we went and did that. How about that transition from, I know you weren't playing in the Mountain West, but, you know, with the team coming up into the Big 12, how how difficult was that transition period for you guys as a program? Um, I feel like in the beginning it was, it was pretty difficult and only just because we had to find our foundation within that league. Um Outside of outside of us finding our finding our foundation and our identity in the league, and you know, with our offensive weapons and pretty much like that, our defense was was already prepared. They were, I feel like, that defense that you know, Coach Patterson, Coach, was prepared to play. You know, in, in any conference, you know, and offensively, we had to switch, do, do a few things differently. The offense didn't match the flow of the league. You know, it wasn't the same style that everyone else ran. And it was it was it was difficult to run at, at times, but once we got you know new coaches or as far as offensively and our coordinators decided to run a different offense, then from there the sky was the limit. I mean, we always had the speed, we always had you know the the linemen, the good running backs, the receivers. So once we transitioned to a new offense, from there I just feel like it, it took off and everybody actually got a chance to see like you know, who TCU was, the different people. So now you have people who are household names coming from TCU. And, you know, a lot of that can be accredited to Coach Patterson and his coaching as well as the offensive coaches. And now a lot of people want to go to TCU to play wide receiver or quarterback or running back. So that's a big thing. Absolutely, and that's something that you guys really uh, kick-started there when the team made that move to the Big 12. Who would you consider the biggest rival of TCU? Ah, Baylor, hands down. Hands down. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so that was that was the team because I wondered if it was Texas, but it seems like that that ever since that 2014 game and how that rivalry's been building the past few years, it's definitely Baylor, huh? Yeah, I think it's definitely Baylor. I think well before, you know, we weren't in the Big Twelve, but we always still played. We still played Baylor, you know, every year, mm-hmm. even while they were in the Mountain West. You know, that big game with RG three. You know, his comeback the year he won the Heisman in that game when they beat us. And so, I mean, we just have all, we have these big cinematic games that, you know, are, that just we feed off of and the record is so close. I don't know what it is now, but I know maybe in 2015 it was tied with the same amount of wins and losses and we had a tie or a certain amount of ties. So, you know, that, that's what a rivalry is, you know, who is, up in the air every time, you know, you step on the field, whether one team is good or bad. So I definitely believe that. I know we had a look, 
kind of have a rivalry with SMU, but, you know, in the recent years it's been, you know, lopsided. So Absolutely, absolutely. That, that Baylor is big. <laughs> yeah, B.J. Catalan's joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly. Pete Mundo with you. So, uh, B.J., when you think about, you know, some of the things that you're working on professionally and, and what football did to help you get there, um, how important is football just in terms of, of preparing you for things outside of the sport and life in general? Well, football, you have to you have to be accountable. So football teaches you to be accountable first and foremost. It teaches you self you gotta you gotta respect yourself and you know, it teaches you different things like that, to work hard, have you know, be determined, have a goal, you know, set goals and different things like that and, you know, mark off when you would start achieving those goals. And it also gives you it also gives you a platform, you know, and it also gives you different, you meet different people. So you're net, you, you're able to network. So, you know, you meet different people through throughout life that have maybe played against you or played with you or different things like that. And so you, football is much more than just the, the game of football. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things. It involves things through all aspects of life, family, traditions. I mean, it, I feel like it's, Sports are one of the, not just football in general, but sports in, in, in themselves, you know, help build great relationships and, you know, better opportunities for people. Hey, BJ, it's great to uh, catch up with you. I'm glad you were able to join us and come on the show. We really appreciate it, and we'd love to uh, do it again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Really enjoyed that chat with BJ Catalan. If you enjoyed it, don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Growing every week because of you. Can't thank you enough, and we'll talk to you soon.